Philosophy Guy Show, number 30. You know sometimes I'm so far away from you, darling. What should I do while I'm gone? You ought to take my love with you Everywhere you go You ought to take my love, baby Everywhere you go Oh, darling, take my love, baby Safe Music Network, that was Eli Paperboy Reed and the True Loves with Take My Love With You. Welcome to the Philosophy Guy show. Hello. This is the Philosophy Guy and... Don't tickle me. And uh, if, this is a, if this is the first time you've listened, welcome. If you're a regular, welcome back. And the reason for... By the way, this is take two. Yes, it is. 
So we won't we'll go do- there. Let's go on. Okay. The reason for uh, the blues bluesy type song is because we had some toilet bowl woes. We did. Yes, and we finally are getting it fixed. Um, so, uh, what happened? <laughs> what didn't happen? We saw a leak. Thought it was, you know, somebody pushes the little shower curtain out, gets water on the floor, didn't think twice about it, wiped it up. Not so. Finally getting... Constantly dripping water. Have the guy come out, check out the toilet. Thinking we found the leak right away at the tank. Tightened up those screws. Gee, no more water. Not 20 minutes later, dripping water again. So, to make a long, long story short, my bad day last week. He ended up taking the whole toilet off. Having to look at the wax ring look at the rest of the stuff putting together and found a rotted out subfloor. Had to take and cut off the metal flange that goes to the drain pipe. You didn't say that. Okay. You weren't listening. So now, this whole week we have had a drain pipe with a little cover over it that's waiting for the person to fix the floor. And Bob came over and fixed the floor today. And up until today, we thought we were going to have to rip out an entire ceramic tile vanity plus the cabinet and rip out a whole floor. Which, for any homeowner out there knows, besides being a pain in the pain in the butt, is expensive as all get out. Fortunately, the bathroom gods are on our side. Yay! It cost us less than a hundred bucks to fix the rotted out wood and floor, and Bob fixed that all up. Now, Memorial Day weekend, PG and I get to sit and put in a new floor, new vinyl floor. We need to put down the uh, little three-quarter inch sheet of wood, nail that in place, put down the glue, put down the vinyl. Of course, that's after I repaint the bathroom now that everything got messed up taking the toilet out. When that's all said and done, the guy can come back and fix the drain thing, put the new flange on, put the new toilet on, and once again, we will have a fully functioning bathroom. But until then, we have the spare bathroom downstairs that we're all Luckily, we live in a house that has more than one bathroom. Yep. But we we get a mini bathroom remodel. For less than a grand, instead of thinking we were going to have to spend... Like 15. Yeah. So, that's the good news, along with the bad. So, next thing is... uh, Audio Pandemic Show. Yeah, we all have to call in. All you listeners out there that listen to us and listen to the AP show... Call in and tell Twig and Tasha that there are so many reasons for them to keep doing a show, whether it's weekly or bi-monthly or whatever. Or whatever they get around to it. Yeah, whatever. We still want to hear them. And uh, you can call them at 206-666-DANK. That's 206 
866-326-3265. And let them know that you want the Audio Pandemic Show to continue. Um, the next topic. And of course, now that you've just... Took a bite of my banana bread? Yep. Yep. I'm back. Um, is... Uh, I took the kids to see Shrek Heard 3 about that over today. the weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was amazing because for two hours they sat in a full theater totally enthralled by the movie. You are so lucky. Never happens with me. It doesn't happen with me very often either. Not that we go to movies very often. but No, because it's too freaking expensive. You know, yeah, it was six bucks a piece. At a matinee. I was going to say that's cheap because I just heard Steve from Steve Steve's Midlife Crisis saying it was about nine bucks a, a movie. Oh Take yeah, it. for a regular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is, if not more. Um, but so anyway, we were there. The only problem we had was we got there at about one o'clock, and they were done with selling the one o'clock show right when we got there. So the kids were disappointed that they had to wait 55 minutes to see <laughs> the movie. So we had we bought our tickets. We went. We had I got gas at the gas station. We came back. We stood in a, a 20 minute line to get into the movie theater, and we waited 20 minutes, <laughs> and then we saw you know all the trailers and then the movie, and uh, it wasn't. As good as the first two, the I'm hearing that from a lot of different yeah. people. It was kind of more, it was a little bit more predictable. Um, there, the satire and the adult humor that was in like the first two movies wasn't as deep. Okay. Um, but there were some good characters. Eric Idle plays Merlin the Magician, who's kind of the uh, crotchety old professor that kind of went crazy and got kicked out of the the school. <laughs> so he runs around um, in a half smock and Birkenstocks with white socks. And he's kind of Never. Wear, his I'm trying robe, to picture this, and I'm having trouble with the smock thing. Let's put it this way: you would expect Merlin to have a long, long robe, flowing robe. He kind of goes not quite down to his knee, and he keeps on raising <laughs> his hands. A dirty wizard. Okay. <laughs> yes, a very dirty wizard. And uh, there are some there are some things in there that I can't spoil. I can tell you, but not right now. Otherwise, yeah, well, I, would, I would spoil the movie. I'm waiting for the CD. I'm the DVD. The- yeah, you'll have to wait about six months. I'm I'm sure. Well, I'm sure it's a worthwhile six month wait. Yeah. So um, it'll definitely be one we'll get when it comes out. So, but it it does remind me of a couple of Eric Idle stories. Um, I was talking to uh, a guy at work, my boss at work. Um, mm-hmm. 
and uh, he had just come back from Vegas, and he saw Eric Idle, or he saw Eric Idle spam a lot, the Monty Python spam a lot. Okay, I've and, heard of it. And he said it was a great show, and it's like, it's like, yeah, I, I know I've I've got the uh, soundtrack, but I haven't seen it. He says, well. And I guess at some point, they're going to be coming, I think, next season to Milwaukee. A touring company will be coming to Milwaukee. So you'll want tickets, of course, Mr. Monty Python. Of course. Of course. And I I will have to endure it? Is that what you're telling me? Well, not only... If you can't figure it out already, guys, he likes Monty Python. I don't. I've liked Monty Python since I was 10 years old and i snuck and i snuck i stayed up late and snuck down and watched monty python's flying circus at 10 30 every sunday night on the public station in our area you were just a terrible little kid weren't you well of course sneaking of course so, so, so what what are you going to do for me if I have to sit through Monty Python? <clears throat> now or later? Both. Well, I was going to give you a little preview. Preview. Because I have the Broadway cast CD. Okay. And of course, this is not pot safe, so I can't play all of the songs, or no. all of the songs. Or even probably shouldn't play any of the song, but I'm going to anyway. So. Okay. This, uh, if you've ever seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and I don't, I don't know, have you ever seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail? No. No. Well, the closest I've gotten to Monty Python anything is reading that book about Eric Idle, and I've only read parts of that book. Oh, and that that reminds me, I I, I lent. My friend at work, that book, and he's starting to read it. Oh, he'll like it. I, I have it on good authority from somebody I work with who likes it. Yeah. Um, the book we're referring to is his uh, kind of his memoir um, called The Greedy Bastard, Greedy Bastard Diary. It was kind of a travelogue of his, his solo tour through the U.S. in 2003 and also some kind of... Uh, Autobiographical stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I admit, not liking it. There are some damn funny passages in there. Oh, some great stories in there. Um, but anyway, he ended up at the end of the book, spent a chapter on the new project at the time, which was Spamalot, where he got, where he basically made, remade, Monty Python. And the Holy Grail into a musical, and he, you know, part part of the the story was how he got the other pythons to buy into it, and and the stuff he did with his partner to get uh, the musical up and running and through rehearsals, and um, the first song that I'm going to play or parts of is uh, I'm Not Dead Yet, and it's. At the beginning of the movie, they, it's during the time to the plagues, so they bring out, 
you know, this have the guy come through to pick up the dead people. And he goes, bring out your dad, bring out your dad. And the, the joke in there is that the guy isn't dead yet, that they want to put on the cart. Okay. So it becomes a song and dance number in the musical. Sacrosanctus Domine, peccavi ignobiunt, Jesus Christus Domine. Bring out your dead! Here's one. I'm not dead. Here, he says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I feel happy. I feel happy. I am not dead yet. I can dance and I can sing. I am not dead yet. I can do the hide and thing. I am not dead yet. No need okay, to go to bed. Okay, you got a chuckle out of me. Because I'm not yet dead. He is not yet dead. That's what the Jesus said. No, he's not yet dead. He's not dead yet. He's not dead yet. So it goes. So uh, it's a little bit different than uh, the the rest. Oop, the rest of the movie or the the movie. It takes some subtle turns. Like in the movie, there is no Lady of the Lake, but in the Broadway musical, there is. And don't tickle me. He's twiddling her thumbs because she doesn't really give a real shit, <laughs> do you? Bing 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 bing. So anyway, the next, uh, Arthur falls basically in love for the Lady of the Lake with the Lady of the Lake who gives him the sword saying he's king, okay? And he laments the fact that he's all alone and he doesn't have anybody to help him on his quest to the to find the Holy Grail. But boy, is he wrong. by myself There is no one here beside me I'm all alone Quite all alone No one to comfort me or guide me Why is there no one here with me on the long and winding to lift my heavy load If there was someone here with me How happy I would be But I'm alone Quite all alone All by myself I'm all alone I'm all alone, all alone, all by myself, except for me. I cannot face, he cannot face it. I'm all alone, though I am here. So he ends up finding out that he's all alone, except for all the people that are there to help find the grill. Good. You 
no, no, it seems quite clear to me. So, I guess. I'm working class. Are we going to go see the, just the Broadway play when it comes to Milwaukee? That would all depend on what you offer me. <laughs> what I offer you. Okay, what should I offer? Don't tickle me. So I, we can go see the Broadway play, Spam a Lot, when it comes, I think, in April or May of next year. That means you have a whole year to think about it. Well. And I have a whole year to prepare myself <laughs> to sit through something like that. <laughs> well, I think you have to watch the movie first. I'm thinking if you can get me there for the play, <laughs> you're going to be doing real good. All right. Well, that's all I guess I had today. <laughs> I guess I'm getting... I am being the, very restrained here. <laughs> she really hates Mighty Python. She really, really hates Mighty Python. <laughs> so we're going to get out of here with the song from the Podsafe Music Network from Ingrid Michelson. And it's breakable. And I'm the philosophy guy. And I'm Don't Tickle Me. And goodbye. Bye, all. I love it. Don't think about a bugger when he's pissed.
This podcast is proudly listed at podcastpickle.com.